What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guys, Big Dave. Bow! BAWL Sports. Will Bow. the Goat, the Quaffed. Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb, our pal and producer, Joey Spath is on the controls. Joey almost won K. Bulls win! One more, Joey. Bulls win! Thank you very much. Uh, What's going on, Bulls Nation? Happy to have all y'all joining us in the comments, live on YouTube. We'll get to as many of y'all's thoughts as we can. Breaking down a Bulls win. 112-105 over their Central Division rival, Indiana Pacers, who were unbeaten coming into this one. And in case you missed pregame, let me just remind y'all, that's not what I expected to see tonight. (laughs) I was preparing myself to watch the Bulls get worked. Yeah, yeah. It was unconventional. It was a weird way of going about things. Will, you just told me just now, because I had not checked, that the Bulls took 17 threes tonight. So, you know... Back to the good old ways. That's not even the good old ways. That's like less than, I mean, they averaged 28 20 last 20-something last year. 28 yeah. High last 20s. year was last in the league. Mm-hmm. Wow. League average threes this year, 35 per game. They're taking less than half of league average threes. And they shot just 35% on those 17 mm-hmm. attempts. Mm-hmm. But the Bulls collectively get to the free throw line a lot. DeMar, 8 of 8. Mm-hmm. Vooch, a season high... Four of six from the free throw line. Double Will you season found high of last year. Double up. That was <laughs> twice as many free throws as Vooch took in any game last season. And Zach Levine, another rough shooting night for him, falling back to earth after his 51-point outburst Saturday. 10 of 11 at the free throw line. Mm. All three of the Bulls' big three score 20 or more. We haven't seen that happen all that often in the Bulls' big three era. They, uh, I mean, this was a close game. Yeah, and they pulled it out. That's this two clutch wins essentially between this game and the Toronto game. So they've got two blowout losses and two wins in tight games. I, I don't know how to feel and where to think, or where to feel and how to think, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, as y'all know, I'm always happy with a win. The Bulls got to win uh, out of this. I didn't expect them to win this game either. Uh, so. Getting that, I was like, all right, they got a victory out here against a division uh, opponent, which is good. One who was undefeated and looked like they were about to stomp the Bulls into Middle Earth. So to come out and do that is really good. I think also maybe the Bulls were listening to me talk about uh, points in the paint in, in the pregame because mm-hmm. they made a early and often effort to get the ball inside to Nikola Vucevic. Um, he touched that ball a lot, especially in that first quarter. I mean, he had about six rebounds in the first. He had eight and six, I think, mm-hmm. in the first quarter. So they did a good job getting him the ball and getting him comfortable. Uh, how many threes? He t- I think he took one three. It was 0 of 1 from three. Yeah, yeah, just the one three that he took. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so, not even looking. Huh? He's not even looking yeah. when he's out there. No, no. He he was in the paint. He was, he was there to work. It was a lot of backing you down, putting those hips on you, making those moves, missing a lot of layups. Uh, but he scored his buckets, and he got to the free throw line. I thought it was like 15 free throws that he had gotten up because I'm just not used to seeing Well, he it. had two and one, so there were – Yeah, there but I'm were... just not used to seeing him, you know what I'm saying, get those shots there at, at the line. So it was good to see. I mean, I'm glad when Vooch can uh, have those kind of games to show that he is that kind of player. But it was surprising uh, the way they went about it, just going inside like that and then basically saying, man, screw that three-point shot. 
we are going to do it this way. This way feels better for us. This way works better for us. I don't know uh, how conducive it is to winning going forward, but it got that win tonight. Yeah, and that's like, again, this is the same as the other night against the Raptors. It's a nice story. They came back. They won a clutch game. Guys played well. But, like, it just leaves you questioning, one, whether this is sustainable. But I think more importantly, like, whether they're bought into trying to play the way that they all say they want to be playing. And I think the obvious answer is no, if this Mm -hmm. is what it looks like. Like, you don't shoot 17 threes in a game and also have your emphasis on offense be shooting more threes. I know that's not, like, the end-all, be-all. Shoot more threes. They want to get to the foul line more, which they obviously did. Uh, They want to play through the paint, which I think they did a pretty good job of. But Mm -hmm. they're still taking... um, 45% 45% of their shots in the mid-range. Mm-hmm. 45%, almost half of their shots are coming in the mid-range area. That's more than the percentage of shots that they took at the rim, and it's more than the percentage of the uh, of their shots than they took from three. So, like, yes, it's a fun story. It's a good thing. They won. But, like, do we believe that this is real? Or is this just um, maybe more of an example of, like, the second half of... The first year when DeMar was like putting everybody on his back and going to the free throw line 14 times a game and winning games for the Bulls in the mid-range. See, I, the only part I don't agree with is I don't know if this is them saying, screw it, this is the way we want to play, only because they played they played that way as far as the three-point shooting I'm talking about. They played that way in those first few games that we saw, uh, taking those attempts. They just you know obviously weren't going in. So I don't know if this was an anomaly or if this is the rule. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like we played your way, Billy, and we shot a bunch of threes, and look what happened. We lost. Mm. And so now we're going to go do it our way. Okay. I'm not saying that's what they said. Right. That's, that's, my, that's right. my read on the situation. Okay, got you. And, look, I mean, I, I was okay with the Bulls getting all those threes up the first handful of games this season, even if they weren't hitting them, because I wanted to see something different yeah. o- offensively, and I yeah. wanted to see the Bulls actually back up what they were talking about when they were talking about changing the offense and prioritizing creating more good threes. And I believe this was from our guy, Bulldog. Uh, Shout out to him. I saw breaking down some stats on the fact that the Bulls had not shot the three well through their first few games this season, especially on wide open threes that they generated. The Bulls were shooting just barely 30% on wide open threes Mm -hmm. through the first three games, whereas last season on the wide open threes they they created they shot 37 right so like you would have to assume that there's going to be some sort of regression to the mean of the bulls being a at least middle of the pack nba team as far as efficiency mm-hmm. behind the three-point line and the bulls were creating good open looks i figure they got to start falling that's where i am very torn right now will as far as what we have seen in these you know in this four game sample size of trying to do things differently and then falling back into your old ways. Hmm. I mean, what did you say the percentage of their shots is from mid-range? 45% of the shots Good took God. in this game. And, it, and it's not like, obviously, DeMar is a part of that because we know that DeMar is the master of the mid-range, but a bunch of his teammates are, are shooting from the mid-range. They were, you know, we saw Vooch, Zach, Kobe, Pat, all Caruso. Yeah. Everybody was taking mid-range shots tonight. And That's to true. be clear, like, I'm not saying DeMar has to shoot more threes. I do not think DeMar is the issue here. In fact... I don't think he should take any more threes um, when he's maybe playing off the ball. But, like, DeMar taking more threes takes him out of efficient offense. What I want to see is guys like 
Io mm-hmm. pull the trigger when he's open on threes. Like mm-hmm. Kobe and Patrick and Caruso and Javon Carter and Torrey Craig and Vooch. Like these guys don't even look at the rim yeah. half the time when they're out there and they get a kickout pass. That's going to help you generate more spacing for DeMar to do his thing. So it's not just like get threes up by any means necessary. I'm not saying they need to lead the league in threes. They probably shouldn't given their personnel, but they need to be more of a threat doing so. Otherwise, they're going to have the same exact shot profile that they had last year. Mm-hmm. And unless DeMar and Zach and Vooch are better versions of some of the best basketball that they've pl- ever played, which they did last year, mm-hmm. the wins and losses are not going to look good. If you look at the four factors from this game, it was shooting efficiency, not great. Turnovers, great. Free throw rate, great. That's what carried them two years ago. It's what carried them last year. Nothing that we're seeing right now is any different. And again, it's a great win. It was a great story. I'm like, the way that they did it was encouraging. The fact that they even got a close win. My point is that like, you're going to have games like this. And then you're also going to have games like the other day against the Pistons where DeMar's not scoring 25 in the fourth quarter and looking amazing. Like you have to find ways to be able to like have the rising tide carry the boats or whatever the analogy is like <laughs> you need to help these guys out they can only do so much especially as they get older yeah agreed but and also but what is the analogy i had that totally wrong rising tide lifts all boats lifts yes, all yes. boats whatever i was close you were close yes, you were you were it very close you were one word if off. that was me you'd be getting crucified <laughs> it's not true maybe <laughs> <laughs> by dave for sure no i wouldn't i would not no that's you by all day. you, you would not put that grammar police yeah dog that's maybe you. by that's, dave a little that's bit. just you know uh collectively and i was hope- about to correct you <laughs> i mean go ahead and did, i would hope did i already <laughs> spot a grammar mistake in our comments that i thought about interrupting our conversation to correct yes yes did me? i actually do it no from no me? i'm proud of my you. grammar mistake? no not from you oh, okay good Someone who said something about taking less threes, it's fewer. fewer. And then he literally corrected it. <laughs> he, he is who Joey he is. Joey wanted to know what it was. Let him be who he is. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Let him be. Let Matt be who Matt is. Thank you. Um, but we'll, like to that, to that point there, for me, I guess I'm not looking at it in the same vein of this means we're going back to this, you know? And, and I will say this, the Bulls haven't scored this many points all season. Like they, they hadn't even scored 105. And they've you played know what I mean? an overtime game yeah, already. Yeah, they played overtime game, dog. That's the most points they've scored all season long, all right? Which is crazy. Yahtzee. Wow. Um, but for me, it's, it's more like there are, there are a myriad of ways to win. You know, there are tons and tons of ways to win games. And it felt like, okay, this is the way we're going to win this one tonight. And I'm going to roll with that. And – to see it next game, if it continues on next game, and they like we're still not shooting these threes, then I'm I'm gonna be right there with you. But for me, it was I looked at, they looked at it and they made the decision to go inside to Vooch early and often, all day long, just give him the ball, let's do it that way. And nobody obviously was spreading out, you know, standing around the three point line, you know, what I'm saying for him to pass to or anything like that. So they made that decision just to focus on getting those points in the paint. Getting the free throws, like you said, was a huge help because that's one thing I wanted to see them work on this season mm-hmm. uh, come again was free throw attempts. So Vu's getting to the line, and you mentioned DeMar. Zach also, because he shot terribly, mm-hmm. but him actually getting to the line and still getting 20 Ten, points. 10 of 11 salvaged his night, 23 I mean, points. That's what the it Bulls does. The Bulls as a team, 26 of 31 from the free throw line. That's sexy to that me. That is so foreign. <laughs> that's so attractive. But, yes, that. Now, that I want to see continue and stuff like that, but – Will's Will's not wrong at all. Like if you well, can, you can't continue to go to game to game shooting only 16, 17 threes 
and expect to get the victory because, like you said, the big three is getting older. You can't just lean on them to always get you these 20 points because, again, even your other two starters, Pat had not played better. I'm sure we'll get into it. He had nine, and and Kobe had seven. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pick it up somewhere. Shout out Javon Carter with 11. Mm -hmm. But you got to pick it up somewhere else with with those starters as well with that. Yeah, and I I hear what you're saying, and I agree. My point is that, like, so – they shot 17 threes this game, 28 last game. So right now on the season, they're averaging 31 and a half, which is like one and a half threes more than what they did last mm-hmm. year. So it's like, again, what I want to see like more than results is a commitment to a process mm. of trying to play a certain style. Process over results. Process over results. Trust the process. Because again, Billy said it a million times and I 100% agree. We know what happens when they play this way. They're going to be a 500 team. A great line that uh, Cody Westerland said to me the other day. Shout you can't be a 500 team unless you win every other game. <laughs> so this is what's going to happen. Yeah. They have enough talent to be a 500 team, but they don't have enough talent. Or I shouldn't say they don't have enough talent. They play below the sum of their parts mm-hmm. when they play this style. Mm-hmm. Half the time they're good. Half the time they're not. And that's why we've seen two blowouts and two close wins. Mm-hmm. If you want to start generating some like more sustainable offense, some good wins, you're going to need to diversify your shot profile. And again, I'm not saying you got to shoot 42 every night, right? But like you got to be around league average. Can't be 17. Yeah. You can't be 17. Mm-hmm. I got you. And like you can tonight. But well, you can tonight, but, <laughs> but just not every not night. every night. You can if your opponent in uh, tonight's case, the Pacers, go 12 of 46 from downtown. <sighs> Thanks, Pacers. Uh, Let's take our first break. We'll roll on, continuing breaking down tonight's game. A win over the Pacers for the Bulls who approved two and two. Uh, We got some super chats. We will get to those and and more thoughts on tonight's game. Hit that thumbs up button while we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors. You know the drill. And if you aren't already. Now. Now. Joey would like you to hit it now. Joey, aggressive. You didn't. You didn't. Throw him, uh, throw him the rock early in this podcast so he had to force his way into the office. <laughs> Forcing up shots. Not tomorrow. Not after <laughs> breakfast. Now. I want it now. Today. You know, you know Shawshank Redemption. There you go. <laughs> Come on. That's my guy. See? There you go. Great job, Joseph. I want him found. Man up and vanished <laughs> like a fart in the wind. <laughs> Bulls Shout offensive Dufresne, style baby. changes up and vanish like a fart in the wind. I partially know that because of the Family Guy spoof episode, but <laughs> I, have, I have seen the movie multiple times as well. Uh, right, came out bef- pre-Joe? Oh, definitely. I yeah. think for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Late 90s Shawshank, yeah. I think? Like mid. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah ni- 94 yeah came out half a decade yeah. before pre-joe <laughs> i'd never seen anything so sweet <laughs> did i see it show bull i got you i got you i'm sorry i'm just doing it here i'm ready y'all i i can sit here and just quote Sean i'm on it i'm on it 45 minutes no nah, man i'm on it bro i'm on it <laughs> deliciousness I can talk about food all day long, man. Come on, dog. Deliciousness is what I'm about. That's a hat throw. Deliciousness is delicious. Hero bread. Why do I like hero bread so much? Well, I can tell you right now. No of them sugars, all right? Low calories, 45 calories per slice of that delicious bread. I didn't believe it. As soon as I saw it, I said, this is not going to be good. I had that Matt Peck mind frame. And then when I put it in and I made me a sandwich out of it and I ate it, and I was like, no, this is damn good. 
Oh, and I toasted it a little bit, and I said, yep, I'm rocking with this. This is mine. This belongs to me. Get your own. And I'm going to tell you, I'll get your own a little later on. But it's so nice, man. The taste, the texture, all oh, the high fiber, the ultra low net carbs, man. Zero grams of sugar, as I stated earlier. And since we like y'all so much, how about we get you a discount on your first purchase? Yeah. 10% off at hero.co when you use that C H G O code. Make slices. They make slice uh, bread. They use buns. They do tortillas. And all of this is available at hero.co and on Amazon. You can go there and get it as well because everybody's doing their shopping on Amazon. So get it there too. Right now, y'all, Hero Bread, 10% off your first order. C-H-G-O. Just go to hero.co. Use that code. I just mentioned to you, C-H-G-O. One more time, I'll say it because I like you. C-H-G-O. And save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 1-0% today. Hero Bread to the rescue. Ooh. I, I still <laughs> protest as you referred to making yourself a sandwich mm-hmm. at the beginning of those kind words about Hero Bread. Yes. You protest me making a sandwich. You can't call it a sandwich except there's no meat in between the slices of bread. Ah, okay. So, you don't, well, yeah, you don't consider, you consider meat only what? Beef and pork. You only consider that meat. As opposed to what? Maybe okay, maybe gotcha. I'll give you chicken and turkey. He's <laughs> so kind. Salami. He's like, I need it all. But not, none of your salmon burgers in there, buddy. Get those hard, veggie burgers hard, hard out of there. to be called a sandwich if it doesn't have something containing cow or pig Ooh. in between the bread. Boy, them salmon burgers are fire. Tonight's CHO Bulls post Get them, Jim. I was about to say that. I wouldn't call it a sandwich. I would just call it a PB&J. It's a sandwich. Different thing. Uh... Brought to you by our friends at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, we've got great news because Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram of Fox Lake have recently joined the CHGO team. At Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during their Ram Power Days at Ray CDJR, only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing, or 17% off new Ram models. That's a deal. Take that 17% off from Ray CDJR, throw it together with the 18% off from pregame game time. Hello. Just savings on savings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not all, though. Explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of a limited-time seven-year anniversary savings mm. at that showroom in Fox Lake. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you've got to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team that we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, you can visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or hit their website, raycdjr.com today. Serving the community since 1963. Oh, Joe. Oh. Just that short. Outside. Was, uh, that was like a Vooch 3 a couple steps outside. <laughs> oh, Joseph. Yep. He's one of was, uh, so you, before the break, you guys touched on um, Pacers missing open threes. There yep. was one comment that I wanted to bring up from Luke. Okay. Um, and he was saying, well, but any of you, but can you comment on the defensive scheme of the Bulls to switch everything? Seems even though the Pacers didn't punish them, but they got a lot of open shots because of the switching causing miscommunication. Anything on that? They did. Um, what, what did you see, Will? Because I, I saw 
being okay with the the threes that the Pacers were taking because I would rather see that happen than the Pacers just absolutely uh, you know abuse the Bulls inside again. We, like, number one, we right. we did see. You know, Halliburton, who we talked about in pregame, break down the Bulls' defense a couple of times and either get to the rack himself or have some nice, easy dump-off passes to his teammates who could finish inside. But even still, the Bulls outscored the the Pacers in the paint by 10 tonight. Wild. And you benefited from them just taking in and missing some threes, some of which were good looks on open threes. What did you see with with the defensive switching, Will? So this is something that the Bulls do pretty much every game is they read 1-4, which just means switching everything one through four. Mm-hmm. So anytime there's a ball screen, anytime there's an away from the ball screen, guys are switching one through four. And you have to have really good communication to be able to pull that off. But sometimes it doesn't go well. Sometimes you get into one five switches um, or there's you know a switch had already happened earlier on in the possession and now Kobe's guarding a three and then that three runs a screen and roll with the five and you've got Miles Turner and Vooch now coming into the picture. And so there's just going to be miscommunication. And that's why the Pacers got off to a really hot start was they were making those threes. So the Bulls give up threes this way, but what they like to try to do is keep everything in front of them. That's like the point of playing high to the point of attack on uh, pick and roll is to keep the ball in front of you and then switching everything so you're not allowing anything backdoor. Um, that also has its drawbacks. We saw against the Raptors, Kobe getting kind of abused by Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam really picking on him. So it's just the style that they go to. And today, like last year, they gave up a lot of threes too. Today, they just didn't make them. And mm-hmm. so it's the same thing of like, they made seven, so they took 17 threes and made 35% of them. That's about league average on threes. If the Pacers, who only shot like 25% on their threes, had shot 35% on them, they took 48, uh, 46. So they would have had 48 points behind the arc. The Bulls would have had 18. So you're looking at a 30 point deficit. And so again, if we're talking about, like ways to sustainably start games and not go into games being at an eight point deficit, which is what Arturis said uh, at last year's exit interviews. Like this is not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And again, you're not just trying to like jack up a ton of threes to match your opponent. Um, but teams are shooting more and more threes now. And if you're resorting more and more to the mid range, you really have to rely on free throws to be able to carry you. And that, that worked for them tonight. Right. But again, this is just a bigger picture observation of mm-hmm. like, can they continue to win games like this? And if the last three years are any indication, the answer is going to be maybe 50% of the time. Yeah. And also, I want to give credit to them uh, also on their block shots. I believe they had six block shots tonight. Mm -hmm. But they did a really good job of that down in the paint. Uh, You saw Patrick Williams getting one from behind. Uh, You saw Io get one. Like, even the guards were getting up and and causing that havoc. And let's just be honest, I mean, Indiana missed a bunch of layups as well. Like, they had opportunities to score. They just didn't. There were several times we were like, that didn't go in. Like, we thought the layups were going in for them, but it just didn't occur that way. But the Bulls, I thought, did a really solid job uh, on them as far as the block shots and the steals as well. Because anytime you saw Miles Turner bring it down to no man's land, in little man's land, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, Javon Carter right there with the steal, you know, those and Alice Caruso as well, and getting out and running the break. So I, I give them that, that credit uh, for that also. They, they played solid on them inside, but that's very shocking yeah. of them getting 10-plus mm. Up on the number one team in the NBA as far as points in the paint, and you're 25th. Like yeah. that's that's impressive. So shout out to them for that. Well, I mean, wouldn't have had a prayer tonight if were it not for that. No, so not at all. You you took 17 threes. <laughs> 17. There's one. 17. Um, guys, we we already kind of touched on the Bulls' big three. All had 20 plus, despite Demar and Zach not being super efficient, but. 
I will credit DeMar and Zach for both getting key buckets in the fourth quarter of this game. Yeah. When yeah. the result was still very much undetermined. True. Um, Vooch, obviously, was close to a 30 and 15 plus kind of game. If he makes a couple more of his bunnies that he missed, instead of going 10 of 19, he could have he could have easily been 13 or 14 of 19 tonight. Yeah. Um, the other two in this bowl starting lineup that we have talked about ad nauseum, the young guys, Kobe White and Patrick Williams, who are both coming off of a game in which they scored zero points. I saw, I believe it was shout out to Jeff Mangerton, who has some great bull stats mm, on Twitter. Always. Uh, very frequently. Always. It was a teammates who both play 20 or more minutes, both have zero points registered, three or fewer rebounds, one or, one or fewer assists each. The last time that a pair of NBA teammates did that, mm -hmm. 20 minutes, zero points, three or fewer boards, one or fewer assists, 1977. <laughs> Nobody was alive. <laughs> ah. 1977. Literally. Is the last time That's what saw a pair of NBA teammates did what Kobe and Pat did in wow. their game on Saturday. That being said, you touched on Pat's nine points earlier, Dave. Yeah. He and Kobe both played significantly fewer minutes than the Bulls' big three. Mm -hmm. 22 for Pat, 25 for Kobe. Hopefully, Kobe is fine. Took a shot, yeah. shaken up, left the game for a while, came back. Pat only played 22 because... That's the number of minutes Billy decided to, to play him tonight. What did you guys see from the two youngsters in this bowl starting lineup? Uh, well, I'll start Whichever, with Pat. Whichever way you want to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with Pat. I like how he came out. Uh, he was much more aggressive. He actually had four rebounds. What? That's a season high. I, I was going to say that's <laughs> high career high. But it wasn't just the four. It was the fact he was actually battling his own teammates to try to get rebounds. So we saw him go up against Vooch and try to get one himself. Um, the block shot I mentioned, I, I liked also on the defensive end. Uh, he wasn't super great. I'm not yeah. saying like that because you saw Tyrese Halliburton put buddy. one on him with that fake, and he just bit on it real nasty. But mm -hmm. I liked his aggression uh, early in the first half. In the second half, he did what I kind of thought he was going to do, and that's kind of, you know, just tail off, you know what I mean, and, and chill out. But ended up with nine points. I believe he had seven in the, in that first half, and a lot of that came in the first quarter. Um but he still, of course, he still got tons to work on. He doesn't have a move yet. Like, he's, you just see it plain as day. Every time he goes up, he does not have a bona fide NBA move. And, I mean, not having that will get your ass in a lot of trouble and get you a lot of blocked shots and a lot of turnovers and a lot of steals for the opposing team. So that's stuff he has to work on. But, yeah, I like the fact that he was just aggressive and going to the bucket. Even the three-pointer that he hit was – I mean, that wasn't a maybe. It was a, oh, hell yeah. We he shot he it. took it confidently. Yeah, in very rhythm. confidently. Yeah. And, and I like that part of it. But you still saw the hesitation on some plays. You know, you, you still see the yeah, issues. there was that one where he, he had an opportunity to shoot right, a three at the right, top. Right, Didn't, and then tried to enter to Vooch and threw Correct. it out of bounds. Correct, and threw it right out of bounds. Yeah, that entry pass to Vooch yeah. was some of the dog shittiest dog shit I've ever yeah. dog shat. So it's, yes, yeah, what he said. Oof. So it's still stuff like that with him. Uh, with Kobe, uh... I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, I liked him defensively. I, I really did. I mean, he took a couple charges. One of them, as you said, I hope he's okay on. But I want to see – I need to see him score more. Not one. I need <laughs> to see him score more. Because we're talking about getting up threes, man. That's part of Kobe White's MO. Mm -hmm. That's what he's supposed to be doing, man. Getting he, them up and did, hitting them as well. two threes tonight. That's not – no, no. That's not Kobe, bro. Kobe has to take more threes We saw him that. hitting one from the damn yes. bull's horn on the bull's logo. Correct, man. That's what he does, Like bro. it was nothing. Like it was not a thing. So, 
I need to see him getting more involved in that. I appreciate the defense; it was needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate uh, his play inside when he those moves he would make to get inside to score was solid. But the three point shot is what's going to be the difference between his seven points and his fifteen points. And he really needs to start taking a few more of those shots, man. Whether he has to create it himself mm-hmm. or whether it's going to be off the dribble and he's just hanging out on the perimeter and Vooch hits him or someone else hits him, but he's got to get more threes up. Yeah, I thought. Uh, well, I'll start with Pat as well. Um, First possession of the game, he, or for his first touch of the game, he went and attacked the rim um, and made a layup. I mean, it was kind of a fading away shot at the rim, but he like, he didn't just stop at the elbow and rise up. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really encouraging. He did it again on another play uh, pretty soon after that and missed it, but it was another very similar look where he was driving all the way downhill, got into Miles Turner's chest and kind of bounced off of him and put a shot up at the rim. Um, he got a couple of uh, st- he got a steal and a block early on in the game. I uh, thought he rebounded pretty well, pretty aggressively early on, um, and then he kind of faded away a little bit. Yeah, I think that's really the struggle with him is like keeping that level of aggression on. Um, it's I get that people are frustrated with Pat. I understand why. I too am like puzzled by it, mm-hmm. but he's playing, I think, a role that he's either not capable of playing or um, not excited about playing or Mm. just isn't very good at. Mm. And I think it's like frustrating people that he needs to be like encouraged to play harder, but like it's okay to not necessarily have that demeanor. He just needs to be put in a situation where he can continually be encouraged and pressed and pushed in that way. So I get the frustration with him. I think the, the conversation around him has started to get really toxic you can't just like discard him. You can't just like say he's a bust now and get rid of him because he's still an important piece of this team mm-hmm. who plays 20 plus minutes a game, who defends the best player on the other team and, you know, who still does have potential, whether people like it or not. Um, Troy Craig is going to play the same or more amount of minutes today. He obviously uh, assuming took he's a, still alive, assuming he's still alive. He took a Troy, shot are you to the okay? face <laughs> and then for some reason, just like, was lying down on three bench chairs. Yo, why was he on the bench? Somebody needs to check on Tory Craig. Help! I have a question about Patrick Williams. Well, demeanor. Can I just finish what I was saying yes. really quick, and then uh, I'll throw it back to you, Joey. Um, the other thing is, like, he's starting, and I I get that people are frustrated with that. He's already been taken out of the closing lineup. He's not playing yeah. in those minutes. You can see him like watching aggressively on the bench, <laughs> Very. making. Uh, aggressive faces. Very. <laughs> I I get it, but like I think we need to just like calm down a little bit on the Patrick hate because it's not doing him any favors, and it's a quick way to like ensure that he ends up the next Lowry mm-hmm. or Wendell or whoever else that's mm. like the next Bulls player who's developing on another team. Mm. You have to like create the environment, and it doesn't work the same way for every player. Patrick has not held up his end of the bargain. He had a play where he cut. Uh, in transition and got a dunk like you can do that every single time yes you can rebound every single the time so passed to him. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah. there's yeah, that plays that's like i know you can do this because i've seen you do it mm-hmm. but you have to do it more consistently like that's billy donovan's go-to line that he says every every single game mm-hmm. there are opportunities like that there are also times where he passes up those opportunities but it's not just like get rid of him he's a bust like they need as a group as a front office as a coaching staff to put him in a position to succeed and I, I see them doing that sometimes, but I also feel like they miss that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but again, this is on Patrick just as much. So I'm not trying to 
you know, absolve him of any blame. What were you going to say, Joey? I was just going to ask about Patrick's mean faces on the bench, and and you mentioned it, his demeanor. But I'm serious. Like, I mean, are we done? Like, that was the first time for me where I'm like, okay, at least at least it looks like you're not no longer enjoying this part of not playing any you know significant role here. Well, and, and I don't want to say it. I I, I stop myself because I'm not going to be the guy who's like, oh, maybe this is the time where we're like, but just a reminder, like it's three games in the season that the book's not written fully yet, sure. but, and that was. That was a little bit encouraging to me because it was really the first time in the last two games where he's like, where it's resonated for me, where he's been like, okay, you you at least want more than this. You're not you're not, you know, content with what your role is right now. Clearly, based on what we're seeing, so go out there and and seize what is there for the taking. But I'm not I'm not I'm not confident necessarily that's going to happen. But it's possible. I obviously, mean, whoever it was that clipped that close up. Of the background behind Caruso on his corner game winner the other night, and <laughs> all of the teammates are mobbing Caruso and freaking out and high fiving and jumping, and Pat just kind of like stares blankly and then turns and then walks away. Yeah, with a blank stare. Bulls fans were like, "Yo, what is that?" Yeah, yeah. but it's um, like you need to re-engage him now. You need right. to find a way to like bring him back. I agree. You can't just Which like throw I think him sauce, aside. Uh, I agree. Somebody in the comments is still putting this failure of Pat's as a well yes it's partly on Pat but an organizational failure as well mm-hmm. you know how many times do we still see this organization fail to develop these guys and, and then they get lost and they get despondent and discouraged and yeah remember Lowry yeah, Markin a few say, years ago story. it's I, the same thing in Philly's first year mm-hmm. it's the same thing um other people in the comments chiming in about our Pat and Kobe part of our discussion tonight. Fish saying, if Kobe doesn't put it in the bucket, we should consider starting AC. Interesting thought there. I don't hate it, but I also, like, protect Caruso at all yeah, costs. Yeah, for real, man. You got to protect him <laughs> from him, bro. Osta Jr. saying, Kobe seems to be too concerned to run the offense instead of scoring in the offense. He'll find I mean, it. This is the, honestly, he gets off to these slow starts. This is honestly yeah. pretty normal for Kobe White, and then he finds himself a little later, uh, like late November, you know what I'm saying, right. early December, he starts finding his way. But I'm just pointing it out, you know, yeah. because this is what it is, what we're looking at and what we're seeing. Right. But I do think he'll find his way. Um, part, Junior also pointing out that Kobe's had an issue with foul trouble through these first four games, early yeah. foul trouble, which is accurate. Picked he did up two have in another, the first, yeah. He had two quick ones tonight. He ended up with four fouls tonight. Um, because usually every night he's guarding – Point guard, everybody's got a great point guard. Right. Like, it's difficult. Tyrese Halliburton is really damn good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Josh. It was Joshua Simmons in the comments who said, Pat's minutes tonight didn't make sense. This organization is awful at development. Um, I th- that's what my point is, though. Like he, I know people were frustrated he was still in the starting lineup. He barely played in the second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like That's that's the, the trade-off here. It's like, yes, he's still going to have a chance early in the game, but... When it counts, I think it's pretty clear who Billy trusts, and that's yeah. Tory Craig and Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll speak to Kobe here real quick because I think it's a similar situation where he's had a lot of flashes. He's had a lot of moments. There was one play I tweeted out the clip where he was like really, I thought, manipulating uh, the screen defender in pick and roll. Had a really nice drop-off pass to Vooch. He was kind of getting Miles Turner to collapse on him. There's moments where Kobe's like, it's clear he's really developed his game. But I think when fans don't see that happening every single possession for 36 minutes a game, yeah. they're like, okay, put him on the bench. And again, that just doesn't help anybody. 
That doesn't help Kobe. It's not helping the Bulls develop Kobe. Um, it's probably not helping his confidence seeing like all these people just hating on him. Yeah. Um, Kobe is also taking on a role that I think the Bulls are still trying to figure out for him. Like he's running a lot of pick and roll when Zach and Damar are spacing for him. Like that's a little wonky. Hmm. Um, I think it's good that they're trying to get somebody on the ball who can be dynamic and get downhill. But now you've got Damar spacing the floor. You've got Zach also not having the ball. It's like, it's a little, it's a little weird. Um, and he's also missed Vooch a couple of times and Vooch has yeah. looked frustrated with him. Yeah. He is, I, I still don't think he is like a pure natural point guard in the, in the table setting sense. I think he's gotten a lot better at some of that stuff. Correct. Um, but I think the Bulls are in a best position to win. Uh, the big three is mm -hmm. with uh, some combination of Carter, Caruso, and Craig. And I do think that it's probably a matter of time before they move into that role, certainly into the closing role. Mm -hmm. But again, like you just have to be a little bit more patient and a little bit like these guys are still young. They're not like eight, 10 year veterans. They're not going to be perfect at all moments. And I think when they have possessions, because they have fewer possessions, when they have mistakes, it's louder. A, a larger percentage yeah. of the share of usage that they get looks bad. Um, but you just you have to let them play through some of that because they're not on a shitty team full of young guys who's like rolling the ball out and letting them play through their mistakes. They don't have that luxury. So they have to figure out a way to do that on the fly around players that are really high usage ball dominant guys on a team that's like, that all has spoken to the fact that we know this is our last chance to win here. That's trying to win every day because they failed to make the playoffs last year when that was their goal. It's a tough situation for a young guy like that to develop in. Um, and it's a tough job for a coach to try to figure out how to pull the, the levers and buttons to be able to develop those guys next to the core that he's trying to win with. So it's just like, it's a matter of patience. It's a matter of understanding where their role is relative to these other guys and what opportunities they have and when in these games. And it just requires some patience. And I think you do have to grade them on a bit of a different curve because you're talking about developing young talent. You're not talking about guys who can come in, who are who they are, who can play to a role that can help you win now. Grading Tory Craig's performance is different than grading Patrick Williams' performance. Yeah, no doubt. Grading Caruso is different mm -hmm. than Kobe. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of the situation. So you have to adjust accordingly. Yeah, completely agree with that. Um, I, I will say this about Patrick and the difference. But they can also make mistakes, and no, you no, can no, criticize them you. for that. But I'm just speaking to the minutes. Um, the difference with him is Pat has to get that trust back. Mm -hmm. You know, with with uh, Billy Donovan and, you know, coaching staff as far as getting those minutes later in the second half um, because he kind of played himself out of it. He was given that opportunity. He just kind of played himself out of it. Kobe has that trust because no matter how Kobe is playing, they put Kobe in in the fourth. Like he earned that trust for, for that team. That's what you want to see Pat do to be able to get those minutes and not just putting him in on mop up duty. You know what I mean? When you're down by 20, they're like, fine, go out there, do something. So he still has some work to do with that. But, no, everything you're saying is, is completely right. Like, I'm, you know, I'm incredibly patient. I have no problem being patient with these guys. Is why I keep saying Kobe. I, I know Kobe's going to come on later on. Like, that's what he does. My issue is with, with Pat, my issue, main issue has been the effort. You know, it hasn't been the play. hasn't been the mistakes. hasn't been any of that. It's been the effort I've seen the last few games. That's what got me upset more than anything. And Matt knows this because he heard me yell about it on when we were doing Bulls Outsiders all the time was effort. Like, that was the main thing I, I get pissed at is when I don't see you go out there 
and put forth your best effort. I don't give a damn what the score is and what you look like and whatever. But if I'm watching you quit and not care, then I'm going to be like, well, screw that. You know what I mean? And I can't, I can't defend that kind of stuff like that. But, but he, he, he's got work to do as far as just getting back his trust. You know what I'm saying? And I thought today was a nice step towards those kind of things. And, He's still debating because I think Darnell Mayberry put up a quote that he, uh, Patrick Williams, had talked, had said, or I don't know when he said it, but it felt like he said it today, saying, "Yeah, I hear, I understand people upset, you know, and things like that, but I know myself and I know what I can do, and I'm going to get out there and I'm going to show them, you know, and I'm going to play." He played better today. He did. He played a better game today. We just want to see it more consistently now. I, that's what I want to see him earn is just that consistency and not that okay, I'm going to just revert back because I had this nice first half. Yeah, and again, I think this idea that there's going to be moments in a game that aren't going to be like super high leverage, that you do have an opportunity to like let him stretch his legs a little bit, those exist, but they're not very many when you're a mediocre team trying to win games. There are a lot of tight games. There's some blowout games here and there. There's not going to be a ton of opportunity for you to just like put the ball in Patrick's hand and let him go to work. Exactly. And so it's on Patrick to buy into the the role that he is afforded to be able to contribute and impact the game, even if it's not the one that he wants Mm -hmm. or the one that he most covets. So that's on him. It's also on him to stay engaged. But it's it's a group effort. It's got to be like a collective effort from the front office, from the coaching staff, from Patrick to try to figure out how he can develop because obviously there's talent there. We all know that that's why there's frustration. Mm -hmm. But I just think if, if it's just like, he's not living up to his end, get him out of here. Like that's not useful. Right. I'm with you. Uh, We got to take our second break here. Then we will come back. Uh, We have a W tonight, which means we've got some goonage to hand out and still plenty of y'all. I see have super chats. We will get to all of those. We promise on the other side of this break, Shout out to all 300 plus of y'all Bulls Nation watching oh. along on post game. Thank yeah. you for being here on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. Our guy Joey Spathis really wants you to do it oh. and do it now. The Joey around 1K. Dr. Joey Spathis. Dr. Joey Spathis. What are you a doctor? I don't know if you're Sports a doctor. psychologist. According oh. to the chat. Oh, I was going to say thugging Shout out to our guy Jelly who's always hanging out in the chat. Uh, diehard member of Bulls Nation who just called you out on not being a doctor of anything until you give me your goddamn term papers that are still owed. <laughs> he did say that. He did. You you set yourself up. You walked Way in. Way to have a bag, Jelly. I mean, that's a left God hook right Jelly. there. <laughs> damn. Peck wants his term papers. He's right. You got to have it. Professor Peck. Those uh, are the samples. Yeah, Professor Peck needs his term papers like he needs his goose. Beer. That's what you like, and that's what you drink, and that's what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And the place to get it from, of course... The Goose Island Beer Company. Joey. (laughs) You know what, Joe? Come on now. Come on now. It's all right. It's all right. Every shot don't go in. At least you got the hat bomb. Yeah, there it is. He's on top of that. Oh, Joey Graphics? Yeah, he's on that. (laughs) He's on top of that stuff. Yes. CAGO supported by Goose Island. Beer Company is Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That is 1988. Of course, you already know the roster of the 312 Weedale, the Beer Hub family, the full pocket Pilsner that we enjoy profusely. But, of course, since the weather's changing and it's hoodie and short weather mm. and daylight savings time is on the way. Oktoberfest beer, y'all. That's what you need in your system right about now. It's delicious. It's awesome. 
get you some of that. And of course, they got that bull and goose, man. Sipping on bull and goose. Laid back. With my mind on the beer and the beer on my mind. Oh, I love it all. So get you some. Just go grab that ultra fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Tone. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Tonight's CSGO Bulls post game also brought to you by our friends at 588 to 300-day Love how you held that note. Thanks, sir. Sir, I got a million. Damn. I got a million of them. I'm ready. Uh, with Empire today, you get the <laughs> shopping at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get your new flooring. So, of course, they're going to have copycats amongst their competitors, but they can't beat Empire on quality, on service, on speed. So what they do is just advertise low-quality products that mm-hmm. Empire simply doesn't bother carrying. No, no, no. They won't promise the lowest prices okay. because anyone who does that is just putting trash flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. Trash. Empire won't do that to you. Uh-uh. Only the best. Keep shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Empire's philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and mm-hmm. substitutes. What Empire leaves out of their selection is just as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each mm. year to find the perfect styles. They also have this awesome thing on their website. You can use it on your desktop. You can also use it on your phone. The Virtual Floor Designer, which is a very simple and amazing way to see how the floors look mm-hmm. in your spaces, wherever so cool. you live. It's easy. Just snap a picture and then instantly see how the new flooring will look in the different rooms of your home. Mm. Shopping for floors at a big box store, that can be frustrating. You might have experience. You might be talking to somebody who's working in the flooring department tonight or today, wherever you're shopping, and they were working in plumbing yesterday or painting yesterday. Mm. And you're like, well, are you... you, you you're not a flooring expert, are you? And they're like, no, <laughs> if they tell you the truth. Not with Empire, because flooring is all Empire today does. Mm. They live and breathe flooring. Like, I live and breathe Goose Island beers. Hong Kong. So you can be confident that you are getting honest, upfront advice. They pride themselves on their convenient shop-at-home service. They help customers shop for floors uh, where they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors will look like mm-hmm. in their homes with the lighting effects, the decor that's around, so you can make an informed decision mm. with those flooring options. Sexy. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All of our listeners and viewers can receive a $350 discount. All of them? When you use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO <laughs> for details. Promo code CHGO for a $350 discount. You know the number, too. Tell me. It's 588-2300-GOAT. Impact. Is your name Goat? No, I thought you said Go. I thought he said Go, too. Okay. But I'm glad you did that. My singing pipes are yeah. still yeah, That was working. so good, though. That was so good. Dave's voice is really good. Thank you, sir. That was Appreciate awesome. It. Also, shout can I give a quick shout-out to... CHO Blackhawks crew. Connor Bedard scored 28 seconds into the game. Damn. So, beating his previous record of like 90 seconds into their sure. home opener. <laughs> who, who are they playing over there? 
They are playing the Arizona Coyotes. It's oh, an all-city battle. So, uh, you know, make Coyotes. sure you're uh, tuning in to CHO Blackhawks after CHO Bulls tonight. Love Indeed. it. Shout out. Fun, times, guys. fun times over there. Hashtag Greg, hop on the ride. Greg Mario and Jay have already been working those, like, late yeah. night graveyard shifts. But it's good. Those They're getting West them out the way game. now. Get man. them out of the way. Yeah, we still got to deal with them later. We got all our right We're right just like, ooh, 6 p.m. tip-off. Right. We got two more in November. It's going to be real ugly come March. Speaking of tonight's postgame show being brought to you by Empire Today, Uh-oh. while Joey is throwing me my most recently tossed hat, Mm-mm. he's going to have to get the next segment queued up. Because, yeah. as we told you all after the Bulls' first win, Good of the Night oh. is now brought to you by Empire Today. Yeah. Uh. Joseph. I'm so, there. You can go so many different directions tonight. So many. So many things. So many places. Am I? I need like I need to know when when's my. I said cue Joseph. To, okay, Joseph. You hear me do that? <laughs> Joseph. And somebody deleted the file. Oh. What? I am guessing. I don't even want to make assumptions Ooh. here. I will pull oh, it up here. That's do a, a little do a little preface to the goon of the night. Let me pull it up. All right. Okay. Well, let me well, get the bill. While you're pulling it up, we can throw out ours because ours aren't official. It's Dave's who actually awards it. So I'll t- I'll toss some goon love while you're finding it. Um. Goon love. Goon love. Like, okay. Just because I'm a, I'm a salty <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what was that? Will? You said to stall, but you're taking it to a different. <laughs> Good job. Well, I really want to hear that sound effect. <laughs> I, I, I need to throw some goon criticism. Oh, at the Bulls training and medical staff. Oh, I think I saw. Was it maybe Rob in the comments when we first mentioned the fact that Tory Craig was dead because <laughs> uh, also when Kobe White looked like he was dead and concussed. Yes, it took forever and a half for, for the Bulls training and medical Ever. staff to come out there and start tending to him. He was on the ground, yep. holding his cranium. Yep, guys. Get with the picture. Get on the floor. Get with the picture. What are you doing, <laughs> man? I say my text is like, I thought they got rid of Tanaka. What's going on here? Why are we still yelling about the Bulls medical staff not getting out there in a timely fashion when we have people dying and concussed on the floor? They went to show replays. And they came back, and Caruso is still the only person talking to Kobe White. Like, How? Are you okay? How? Hitting him on the stomach because he's not a doctor. He needed help. And y'all said, oh, got to finish my hot dog. All right, now let's go. I just. Ridiculous, man. Guys, come it was on. ridiculous. Go with the All right, are we ready here? You ready? I'm gonna, are we ready? Yeah. I'm going to figure out. Who, who's, <laughs> listen, it's not me. Somebody's deleting my files. I'm going to figure out who it is. It's like the Gatorade thief. Okay. All right, Joe. Say it again. Joseph. Joseph. Please hold. What the hell is going on here? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not, you're not getting another one. We're not ready. <laughs> right, you're not getting another one, buddy. So that's your anti goonies huh? There you go. That was worth. That was worth the wait. Just saying, when Go Talk comes up, no issues. Empire today. Can't throw come up all day. Anger meters, all mm-hmm. that. Goon tonight come up, Joey. <laughs> I don't know what's the comments all caps just said, Joey, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Steven? Did Steven delete it? Like Pete, Pete? I, I, I assumed as much. Pete, you get one of those Would because of your profile never. picture. You get <laughs> so one of those comments. Dare you. 
I, my guess is it's whoever drank that Gatorade that we never solved the mystery. <laughs> really? I just said, I'm going to find out who did this. It's like the Gatorade thief. Yeah. Mm. All right. Will, go Gottlieb, sir. Who is your goon of the night? Honorable mention to Mr. Tory Craig for mm. gutting through it yeah. on the on the Bulls bench there. Yeah. Why um, did he not go to the locker room? Why? I mean, just Didn't tough as nails. They? I think he... I really am a little concerned about him. He did not look okay. <laughs> he did not look okay. There was a close-up shot of him, and they were doing the, like, follow my eyes thing, and he Bro, was not he, following. Was like, <laughs> and then he was just sitting there. On yeah. The towel Sitting is generous. It was more like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that after quite a few happy ones. <laughs> like, just going, man. It was tough. But... My good of the night would be one Mr. Zachary Levine. Yes. Yes. For just, I have no idea why, but just getting into it with Andrew Nemhard. Get pissed, Zach. He was just pissed. I need He that. got angry. I've never seen him like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. I've never seen him that way either. Uh, that Joseph. really embodies the goonage that I'm talking Ooh, about. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like this. Joey, you're going tonight? Um, has Mac on yet? Did he go in his? Uh, in his yeah, he needs I, more time. When I was looking for the file, he needs more time. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> my goon of the night. Um, I'm gonna go Drummond. Okay. Oh God. Because, <laughs> I mean, there was a, there was the one sequence where he missed the layup. The ball was sort of rumbling around. He almost took Tory Craig's head off a second time. Like literally <laughs> leveling him, running around, throwing his body around. Another, missed another layup after that <laughs> immediately. And yeah. then, but what did it for me was I like that he's out there when Zach is, is getting angry. I like that he was like not only out there, he was like right in the middle of it, yeah. separating some so of the guys and, Carter, yeah. and the whole thing. And so mm-hmm. I like that. He's a veteran. He's physically large. He's the enforcer. Goon of the night. All right. Lord like Lou says phrase. he's like not a phrase. goon. He's a Shackton MVP. <laughs> Oh, I like man. the phrase physically large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey be freestyling on him, man. Oh, my goodness. All uh, right. Yeah. When Drummond missed that dunk, I was like, yo, I'm done. It was something, man. All <laughs> right. So, tonight's goon of the night. Let's see if I get a drum roll. Oh, no. No? Not going to get one. I mean, you got yeah. the intro. You know, you know. Hey. <laughs> I'm giving it to Tory Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tory Craig deserves Goon of the Night. First of all, that hit he took from Matherin. Man. Damn. All right. It's but like I told Will, it spun him around like a young James Brown. Like I told him, man. Like and he went down. I mean, but he was back up, went to the sideline. For some reason, they didn't take him inside, but he just has the towel on his face. And all the way to the point we see him laying down on three seats, just holding this thing over his eye. I hope he's okay. But that's the kind of goon stuff I'm talking about when I see it, man. Like, that's tough, all right, because he got hit hard. And obviously it showed that he got hit hard. But he's still on the bench cheering on the team, man. That's toughness. That's goondom. Tory Craig, you, sir, goon of the night. This is for you. Hope you feel better, sir. The Empire So the updated uh, goon of the night standings. 
DeRozan won. Mm -hmm. Caruso also won because they split, split. that one. Yep. And Tori Craig. And Tori yes. Craig. This is true. Uh, shout out to Laura Lou, 77, who said, Tori also gets good tonight for lifting Bruce Brown. Bruce, he, he yes, pulled he Stephen Adams on Bruce Brown tonight. He did pick him up. fantastic. Yes, he did. And tried to carry him to our side of the bench. Man, That's absolutely right. Fantastic. He did. And played solid defense as well, as he always does. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. shout out Tori Craig, man. Feel better, sir. Please. Uh, Joe, let's, uh, let's do some super chats, shall we? Let's do that super chats. Vanilla chill. What? <laughs> oh, I haven't even been counting. Did you count, Joe? Uh, Are you counting officially on. tonight? Don't even ask me yeah, that. He's got That's a lot going on me. over there. That's man. offensive it's... to my profession. Joey's not. Joey multitask. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been just, a tough one for him. What do you mean? You don't there. think I'm counting? Are you? Yeah, I've counted. Okay, okay. That's said, what the don't, question was. don't insult me. Literally the question. That's In my profession. <laughs> was, are you counting? And yes. you said, rock rock I said, yes. <laughs> I said, don't even ask that. Don't. It's not even a question. He's owed it. Are we rolling right now? Are rails. we rolling? Yes. Off the rails. Uh, I saw we got a big, juicy super chat from the Duke. Let's start with the kindest, most generous Bulls fan out there. Bulls the, Duke. the Duke, 811. Speaking from experience as a former professional basketball player at the eighth grade small school Catholic elementary level. Very, very important parentheses there. That's yep. I could say with certainty, Bulls are back. Hashtag feed the vooch. I like that. Move over, 90s Bulls. We got a new team in town. <laughs> Maybe I'm overreacting. No, you're not, dude. Go for it. <laughs> I love how sarcastic the Duke is. It's great. Also, quasi-Farley uh, shout out there, speaking from experience. Mm. I know from experience, dude, if you know what I mean. I played eighth grade basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you do know who the picture is, right? Mm, John Wayne. Very good, sir. Who is also called? It's right in his name. John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Wayne. Duke. The Duke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pilgrims. It's right in his name. John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all-time top five Joey episode. Awesome, man. This is a Joey's top five, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. Eli, oh Eli, nine ninety nine. Shout out to you, Eli. Shout out, Eli. Hope all's well. Don't look now. We are in the sixth seed, and we have better record than the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, six seed. Did the Bucks win? I thought they. I, I think they were, they were gonna. It looked like they were going to win. Yeah, they uh, were up twenty five, yeah. but then the Heat came back on. It them. was up thirteen when I saw it last. Okay, one hundred to one thirteen. I think. I know Tyler Hero had thirty three. They came back on. Yeah. Them, Tyler did have 33. Uh, uh, Bucks 122, one. Heat 114. Yeah. Okay. Good Giannis game, good Dame game. Michael right. says, please get rid of Pat Will. He is so useless. That probably came earlier. We have discussed that. Bringing the heat. AK, what a great win. AK, shout out to you. You're, you know. Love you, AK. You are always here. Always and, here. And we always have, we have so much love for you. We appreciate and, you. Jeff, and you have great takes and I you know ball. I still want definitive proof. That you are not the real. That you are not, in fact, our tourist car show is just hanging out in our chat every night. Couldn't agree more. I feel like he's. Uh, Couldn't agree more. <laughs> it could well, be him. That, that's mean. I won't say that. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you are up there with the all-time CHO super chatters, just like the Duke, and we appreciate you. Yes, and you have great takes. Real. What absolutely a great real. win! Today's style is who the Bulls are: six for seventeen to twelve for forty-six for the Pacers threes. Every game will need clutch plays because of opponents' extra threes taken and made. This is roster construction. Mm. I I appreciate the super chat, AK. <laughs> Go. Just AK is the goat. <laughs> AK, not, you are now the goat. I do not like. I don't disagree with what you said, but it's. I feel gross that that I agree with you. Oh, 
Like, oh yeah, this is who the Bulls are. A team that shoots a bunch from the mid range. Two from we know Jimmy Lit World, who is the man, well. by the way. All too well. Jimmy Lit World, oh, all the way from okay. I think from Shout New out. Zealand. He's super chatting in New Zealand. I, I dollars. believe That's that cool. is what NZ stands for. That yes. is dope. That's really cool. Uh, best hope here is this: we won the best way we can, even though it's same old, same old. Until they improve their three point shooting. Peter Patton has a lot of work to do. <laughs> yes, he does. Dude, yeah. He ain't lying, bro. So Crucially. true. He ain't slept. But again, I just want to reiterate that you are absolutely right. That this is the best that they're going to have to do right now. This is the formula. Because the one that they said they wanted to do is not going to work every night. Mm -hmm. There's probably going to be nights where it looks better, nights where it looks worse. But at the end of the day, this is who they are. This is, we're talking about Zach being the youngest guy here. He's been in the league 10 years. This is... This is who they are. Yeah. This is what it's going to look like most of the time. And there's going to be games where they win and there's going to be games where they lose. But this is, I think, ultimately the style of play that, and, you know, four games in, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that, like, it's probably not actually going to change all that much. Mm. Yippee. Yippee. Uh, Come on, Joe. Jimmy Lit World again. He Julie. says, not connected to the current convo, but can we teach these guys on how to cut? Caruso and Craig are constantly the only people moving and cutting. So annoying. That's true. Very true. We did Big facts. We did. Uh, I believe you did go pinpoint that we saw Pat make a baseline cut for a dunk tonight, and the fact that it stands out when he does that. Once. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Grading him on a different curve. It's right. like yeah. Patrick did one cut. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like yay! You yes, made a movement also, without the basketball. Yeah, Huzzah. but also like yeah, that's progress. <laughs> um, another super chat here from AK. Drummond's play is such yin and yang. Yeah, Big Dave is another term for it. Uh, he makes great play and follows it up with a Drummond play. Such a balance. Yeah, get out of Dave's brain. Yeah, it's, a, it's a horrible balance. <laughs> it's a bad balance, man. Dang. Balance. Oh, Jekyll and Hyde. The Jekyll and Hyde performance. That's all it is, bro. Um, dunk is wild. Yuck. My guy, Manuel. What up, Manuel? Great Manuel! It's great to have you back. What's up, buddy? Woo! Hey guys, so hype. I love the defense and mindset to get this win. I believe, like Stacy said, the threes will come, but inside scoring and defense are key. Did 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 Stacy say the threes will come tonight? He or, did at one point mention the lack of threes, which I found to be hilarious. I I feel like that's so like against Stacy's character. Yeah, he don't want 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, think he kind of does. No. <laughs> I think Stacy wants to see no more than 15 three-point attempts by the Bulls on a nightly basis. Let's call it like it is. Come on, Joe. We also uh, have one from Pete, who, correct me if I'm wrong, Pete that's Pete? Manuel's brother. So back oh. to back there with the brothers. Oh, that's the one who has a picture of you and his... Avatar? Yeah, the best picture ever. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, great win. CHGO, we hyped baby. Woot. We are hyped. <laughs> and finally, we've got Peyton. Was just there. Awesome to see my first Bulls dub in person, mm. but was scared to possibly get mugged by my fellow Hoosiers. <laughs> LOL. Oh, wow. Because you were letting it be known to those Pacers fans that you were a Bulls fan? I thought you were going to say something mean about Indiana there. Oh, I could have. Yeah. I'm actually big of you for not doing that. <laughs> Took the high road. <laughs> and that's yeah. it for the Super Chats tonight. Thank you to everybody. Thank you, everybody, for the Super Chats. Appreciate, appreciate all of y'all. Uh, we got to knock out a couple more quick shout-outs to some sponsors, then we'll come back and wrap things up. Maybe quick look ahead. Like. We'll play game Wednesday. Mm -hmm. like. Dallas on deck. Oh, one more Super Chat just came in. We'll, we'll do it quickly here. Hope, From hope. ISO Noah. 
He says, ISO, is it me or is number six, a.k.a. Caruso, going for six man of the year? Mm. Also, we definitely could have used Javante Green on some cuts and dunks. You know, just easy bucket. Who doesn't want those? Yeah, for real. He will. That was, yeah. his, that was his answer to who doesn't want those. I dig it. I dig it. I dig. Thanks for the super chat, Isaac, uh, ISO Noah. Thank you for everybody who threw some super chats tonight. Uh, tonight's post game show also brought to you guys by our friends at Sunnyside. You know where to shop for all of your cannabis needs. The Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary. It's your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping. The place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of their high-quality products. They've got everything you need to elevate your football season. They offer, of course, also very convenient ways to shop. Sunnyside.shop, their website. Order online and then pick up in-store, whichever Sunnyside Dispensary location is nearest you because they are scattered all over this great state of Illinois. Mm -hmm. They've got... Edibles, tinctures, flour, whatever you could possibly imagine under the cannabis sun. Whichever thing is your favorite or try a bunch of different things and figure out which is your favorite. Go to sunnyside.shop and use that promo code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer. You can't stack it with their other promotions and coupons. But it's not just for first-time customers. Everyone can use that promo code of ours when they shop at sunnyside.shop. CHGO25. 25 mm -hmm. pick up everything you need to elevate your football season especially if you're a bears fan and it's hard <laughs> must be 21 and over or an illinois med card holder it also brought to you by foco get fitted out in the best sports gear around where you do that at you do it at foco hoodies shoes signs bobbleheads everything in betwixt oh it's that season y'all it's basketball, and you know football's happening too. So they got everything that you're going to need, man. Of course, you got to get them fly polos. Of course, you're going to have to get them hats, and you're going to need all these things. Everything you're going to need for the game, you can get at FOCO. And, of course, the set decorations, we always got to point them out. FOCO mm -hmm, has donated mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. awesome pieces to our set. So since they showed us some love, please show them the same thing. Go to FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-pre-sale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off because it's FOCO. FOCO. That it is. And we actually do have two more Super Chats. Okay. Two more Super Chats. Two more Super Chats. Old Nation rocks. And the first one here I will is from Jelly. Jelly. Says, Just wanted to hear Joey say one more Super Chat. Great job as always, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jelly. Quick, can I give a quick shout out to Jelly? I one time saw somebody in a Reddit group talking about how much he loves CHGO Bulls. Okay. And I messaged him and I said, Hey, man, you know, I work on the show. Appreciate the, the nice words, means a lot. He's like, Hey, Jelly, this is Jelly from the comments. You're yeah. Like, yeah. And we just went back and forth. Hey, and Joey, I'm like, You jelly. are the man, dude. You're <laughs> Joey so and Jelly. Jelly is, yeah, he really is a great guy and just always supporting us. So, you know, we always appreciate that. And then one more from the Duke. The Duke! Carm deleted the files and deleted Joey's term. <laughs> he also deleted my term papers. Pack, give him a C and call it even. C minus. We'll discuss. <laughs> I won't, no, I'll write it. I don't want to settle for C minus. Carm can't be trusted. He doesn't wash his hands after he uses the bathroom. Oh. Dr. Joseph for the Bulls medical staff. Oh, God, no. <laughs> love you, CHGO Bulls. We love you, too. We love you, too. We love you, too, John Wayne. Also known as John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, the Duke. Also known as the Duke. Um, also, <laughs> Carm deleting the files, solid hypothesis. I feel like we should explore that further. I can see that. 
Uh, he's he's the lead suspect at this. I point. enjoy Carm catching the occasional stray on our show. Oh man, that's what the Duke is here. For, I, I mean, I feel like Carm's entire life. Come around is anytime, Duke. <laughs> Come on around, Carm. Carm likes coming on and talking. We to love us. Carm. Yes, man. They had a they had a tough CSU Bears post game last night. Those poor bastards. It's all right, man. Yeah, Carm was. Uh, Karma was in shambles. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough night for him. <laughs> wow. Joey couldn't even dress it up. Like, dang, man. Shambles. Uh, all right, real quick, gentlemen, before we get out of here. Uh, Bulls, off tomorrow, play Wednesday against Luka and the Mavs. Uh, oh. Kyrie did not play tonight with a left foot sprain. Um, the Mavericks, without Kyrie's help, still managed to get a win over the also injury-plagued Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 125-110 was the final. Mm -hmm. Dallas, a team that many people have looked at as a, eh, maybe they'll squeak into the playoffs, probably looking at a play-in kind of team out west, is 3-0. and oh. mm. Luka tonight, you want to just do a quick little guess what Luka had theater, Dave? Okay. Um, Luka Doncic had 38 points, 12 rebounds, Nine assists. You are damn close. Mm -mm. 35, 12, and 12. Mm. Damn. 35, <laughs> 12, and 12. Casual. Not bad for the second uh, best player. His 58th career triple-double. Wow. Luka Doncic. Draft class of 2019, 18? Something like that. How about, tw <laughs> how about 22 points, four rebounds, including four of six beyond the arc? For the great. Derek Jones Junior. DJJ! Congratulations. Who they are starting. Oh, yeah. The Mavs starting yes. our old friend Derek Jones Jr. And it's paying off for him. 22. 22 on him. Good Did job, he ever sir. put up 22 for us? Hell no. Did he ever <laughs> even play 22 <laughs> minutes for us? Shout out to him. Well, I think he broke his finger in half. <laughs> it was a whole different monster. He literally was injured for two straight <laughs> yes, seasons he was. with that finger. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Oh, my God. Um, all right, guys. Uh, what, what do you see real quick in this Bulls-Mavs uh, matchup on Wednesday? I mean, I see Luka doing Luka things. That's that's what I see. Um, and so that's obviously terrifying. I think Terrified head thoughts. I think the matchups <laughs> will be interesting because maybe we see the Bulls actually go small ball in this one. Yeah. Because um, not like they got a you know big center like that. So, I mean, they got the rookie and everything like that. But we'll see. I don't, I'm interested to see how, how they go against those matchups, man, because – Derek Jones Jr. might get some minutes at the five for them, depending, you know? Yeah, they've been going with, like, a three-power forward rotation yeah. in the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Dirk Lively's been starting and playing some uh, Only played 14 minutes yeah, tonight. Yeah, he's, he's been kind of, like, on a, on the Keith Bogans treatment. But yep. uh, we'll see what happens with Kyrie. Also Luka, looked like he was in foul trouble tonight, so that could have contributed. That's probably part of it. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll see about Kyrie, but Luka is just... I was thinking, I didn't make like official predictions, but the one person I said for MVP to my brother was, I think this could be a Luka year because you know one's coming, at yeah. least. Yeah. And why not now? So he's, I mean, 35, 12, and 12. This the, game, the Mavs have last just never game. quite had the team success mm -hmm. to last, get Luka to that MVP level in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Last game, 49, 10, and 7. Game before that, 33, 13, and 10. So. Mm. He's, uh, so he's, he's not messing around. So he already has two triple-doubles on the year. He already has two triple-doubles. And and then the other game that he didn't get a triple-double, he dropped 49. Uh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. That is damn stupid.
Luca is stupid, and it's I another hat, Joe. <laughs> even as I was terrified to pay, play the Pacers tonight, kudos on you, Bulls. Whichever way it went down, and we broke down how it went down, it is never easy to go on the road and get a win against a Central Division opponent. Like, good for the Bulls. They found a way to win tonight's game. I didn't think they would. Now I'm just terrified for the next one that's around the corner. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, Enjoy tomorrow. Tomorrow. Before, before we go, we have a new segment that we want to tell you about. This is the uh, Will and Dave over-under game. Yeah. And I want to give a shout-out to Ben, Braden, and I don't I forgot your, the final brother's name that were at the Bears watch party last night, but they watched the CHO Bulls show too, and Braden said to me, he's like, when Cirque are going to start putting out the line on the pack hat throws? <laughs> so we decided that Joey is going to set an over-under line for hat throws before the game starts. Mm-hmm. So... Even before, like, we know the result into the podcast. So, even before pregame, he set a line. Dave picked over. Mm-hmm. I picked under. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins, wins. So, what was the line? The line tonight was eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. And, wow. And the hat throw count tonight was five. Oh, wow. he was under. You took under. the under? I took, took the, the under. under. Eight and a half? Goat 1-0 and oh in the hat throw over-under game. Congratulations. Sir. That's a high over-under. I wanted to pick, I mean, take I the over, know, but Dave oh, I took no the over, I so I took the under. Oh, hell no, I know I'm a cranky you know, SOB do you who know, a lot of conniption fits. but Do you know what the previous, what your uh, season average is? No. You want to tell them? Uh, yeah, going into, well, the averages are such a small or sample size game, that it got game, screwed up. But, you know, so from the game, 10-25 game, the opener uh, against uh, Thunder, you threw nine hats. Uh, the win against the Raptors, you threw eight. <laughs> and uh, in loss against uh, the Pistons the, the other night, you threw 14. <laughs> but like six of those came right at the end, but you did throw 14 in the official count. Yeah. So that really, I, I actually, I think when I set the line, said, I think I said like six and a half or seven and a half. And Sean was like, nah, it's got to go higher. Yeah. You got you got to go with what the you know where it's been so far you mm-hmm. know so that's where that's where we're at but hey, uh, you brought the numbers down a little bit I, I was pleasantly surprised with a win tonight and yeah. I didn't need as many hats to throw it's all right man I'm Shocked. proud of you I'm proud of you but that's why you do it that's why we set the line before the game right because yeah. smart you, know, you never know but I will say this now after four your average hat throw is nine. We'll keep that in mind. CJ says we need a next-gen stats for the hat throw velocity. (laughs) Different different (laughs) Hat throw launch angle. (laughs) I should probably see a therapist. Uh, (laughs) But you got CHGO Bulls. Thank you all, Bulls fans, for being my therapy. Hopefully we are yours as well. Um, Tomorrow, 5.30, Bulls off day. Bulls HQ on day. Will the go Gottlieb and our guy Mark K have a fresh episode for y'all. Then Wednesday, back in action for pre and post game, bookending Bulls and Maps. Shout out to George with the final super chat of the night. He said, Nice win, great show, night boys. We love you, George. George would be proud. Tell your son to give me that damn term paper. Damn. It's, a, it's two semesters past due. <laughs> Make sure you're following the parent-teacher conference. Will the go Gottlieb for all of his Bulls updates, reporting takes. Will underscore Gottlieb. Big Dave is at Bow BWL Sports. Our pal and producer and term paper slacker, Joey Spathis. He's at Joey Spathis. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, Bulls Nation for hanging out late. 
uh, on YouTube. Hit the thumb on your way out if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Keep it right here on the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. We got late night Blackhawks action coming at you. Late night post game from our Hawks crew doing the dirty work. We appreciate them. We appreciate you, Bulls Nation. HQ tomorrow. We'll see you all for Bulls Mavs on Wednesday. Until then, see you red. Be good. Peace. Y'all silly like the mayor.